Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. I am, I am. I actually should have Willie Nelson music playing in the background. It's so amazing. Um, oh, no, that's that's still Waking Up in America. That ain't Willie. <laughs> You're listening to Waking Up in America. We're a radio magazine. So come be a fly on the wall with us and listen to some of the most intriguing conversations of in radio. And we have here with us today Cherie Ross of the Essential Oils. J.J. Virgin will tell it like it is. She's going to give you her rules, her virgin rules today. Lisa Molson's got tips for creating strong families. Debbie Ringchop is that doctor who will help you lighten up your financial future. And when you hear her voice, you know she can do it. Will Roberts actually brings us the wit and wisdom of Will Rogers, and um, you can check out his Goodwill tour. Check out Will Roberts. He's an amazing human being. Uh, My segment is Editor's Comments, and uh, we'll always bring you interesting people. That's what people always say to us. What interesting guests you have. You're darn right, we do. I'm Dr. Val. I'm a firewalker, an Olympic torchbearer, the mother of two, and anybody who's a mother knows what an amazing um, life that is all on its own. Our really special guests that have visited Waking Up in America, they come from all fields, from Olympic champion Mark Spitz to internationally known nutritionist Marcella Von Harding to the amazing Broadway legend Carol Channing. And last couple of weeks ago we had Willie Nelson, and we've been doing a series on the Friends of Dennis Weaver. And um, pretty outstanding people are showing up, living lives that do make a difference here on the planet. That elegantly understated Bob Sercosta of the Home Shopping Network said, "We're doing music. We're doing. We're making music for the world. We're doing radio that will make a difference. We're changing the sounds of the world." And Pete, I know you're listening. I hope we can. What we should do is put that um, Bob Sercosta blip on the up on, up on the website. We want you to join us in making this true because the way we can change the world is through our own personal selves and through creating dialogues with you. So we're going to be having a blog on the site very soon. We're working on that right now. And we're interested in turning the world green in the arena of money, in the arena of your health, in the arena of your family, in the arena of your community, and of your future. And the the trick here is is that if we all turn green, everything else resolves itself. So you, you could have a nutritionist tell you how to turn green by changing your pH balance, or you could have a business manager tell you how to turn green by incorporating different business practices that give you more success in your business. But in the background is the color green, and that color is actually the color of life. If you happen to hear a dog barking, a telephone ringing, an angel singing, or the wail of a fire engine, or a child laughing, we are calling in from our homes and offices all over the United States to have this program happen. Sometimes the only communication we can get with our guests or editors is on cell phones. We find that majorly better than nothing except on a few incidences when we just have to ask the person to drop off because it's just so bad. But So you'll hear funny little things here. Don't let that stop you. Tell a friend we're here right now. We're in your computer. We're live. We're available any place in the world. We record on the global Internet and then forward our shows to land stations. And we're inviting you to talk to the stations in your community and say, look, this radio show is great and we want you to play them. Because as Marcella and I were talking before the show, 
this message needs to keep spreading and spreading and spreading because what we've got here for you is just an amazing group of human beings that have spent their lives developing expertise. And we're putting those human beings on the air and they are sharing and we are learning and they are learning and it is an extraordinary experience. And we know you are because we've been getting calls from you saying thank you and I think your show is interesting and things of that nature. You can actually email me right now at val at wakingupinamerica.com and you can get a question. Send me a question for any of the guests. So there you go. Keep a paper and pen handy as there will be names, numbers, and ideals that you will want to jot down. And today's very special guest is Marcella Von Harding. Cherie, Cherie Ross, you there? I wanted her to introduce you, Marcella, if she was there, but she's not. I, you've been on the program a number yes. of times. Yes, dear. <laughs> you there? You you are there. Yes, so I thought you'd like to introduce your your precious friend, this hot oh, dog of a woman that's just changing the world. Absolutely, I have the privilege and the honor of having this amazing woman as my good friend, as my mentor, and as someone who's very near and dear to my heart. Her name is Marcella von Harting. She is trained extensively around the world in many modalities of natural health and nutrition in Europe, in the Middle East. Uh, She's even traveled to the Far East and Australia. And she's gone all over learning and then sharing her knowledge with the most exuberant, vivacious, spectacular manner it has ever been presented. Her energy extends far beyond herself and her knowledge is equally as high. So with that, (laughs) I would love to introduce to you the woman who is the light in many people's lives from very far away, Marcella Von Harding. And she's going to be talking to us about waistlines and one or two other things today, aren't you, Marcella? <laughs> you there? Oh, did we lose her? Oops. Oops. That's a... Sheree, you talk yes. a little bit, and I'm going to go back and see if I can find her. Okay. The fortunate thing is I know where she is. Okay. Okay. Well, today, then, what we're going to be going over is and I'll I'll set Marcella Von Harding up uh, so that she can jump right in, and that is she's um, spent a lot of her life learning about eating foods in time. And what that means is when you eat certain foods at certain times of day, it's actually easy, uh, much easier for your body to assimilate, extract the nutrition, and and actually um, clean the energy from the food. And it's got to be a whole food, obviously, nothing that's been processed and certainly not microwaved and um, nothing that's like been in a can or anything like that. But what she's talking about is foods that actually sustain and, re- and nourish and regenerate life. I found her. Thank okay. you. She was so, eating a healthy meal. <laughs> and so um, there you go. I've set you up and you're ready to fly. Thank you. Thank yeah, you boy, too. did you get set up. <laughs> She loves you a lot, Marcella. I, I know, and I love her too. So you know what's amazing about chronobiotic nutrition is chrono is time and biology is life. And our bodies communicate to us clearly and specifically if we are willing to listen to them. And there's so much to this. And uh, I had a conversation with Val this morning before the call on synchronicity of life or that thing called timing. And what is this thing called timing? It's actually living in the moment. And what happens is life is so full of distractions. Timing is a just a it's just a phenomenal illusion for us in life, um, and it's so amazing. We live in such a scientific world today 
that we have atomic clocks, we have battery clocks, we have all of these interesting clocks, we have clocks in our body. And yet what happens is when some of these clocks are a little out of alignment to all the other clocks, it actually creates stress in our life. And I know today's conversation is about chronobiotic nutrition with the waistline. Well, I'm going to share with you, stress is probably the biggest factor in our life that's creating stress on our waistline. And in my conversation with Val about this thing called divine timing or living in the moment, if we can actually live in the moment, there is no stress. You know, if you live in the moment, the time didn't go by. You know how we say, oh, I lost my chance, my timing was off? no problem. Just get back in the moment and your timing will be right back there. Exactly. And what's so fascinating, Val, is there's ways that we can naturally set and align our clocks, from our body clocks to our work clocks to our life, because everything runs in rhythm. And one of the things that we can do that is eating in time. And eating in time is actually following the rhythms of the planet in which we live in. The sun comes up in the morning and it goes down in the evening. And uh, chronobotic nutrition is based on light, how we utilize, assimilate light in our bodies. We're really light beings. And uh, things that grow on trees in the morning is what you eat in the morning. Very, very simple. What gets the energy first? Things that grow on trees, and we get all of our energy from the sun. Our biggest meal of the day is an afternoon, four inches to four feet above the ground, and nighttime foods are root foods, foods that grow underground. So the nutrition part of this is pretty, pretty simple. Although from a place of nutrition, one of the things that is so important is that we eat balanced meals. And this is probably the biggest factor to the bulging waistline today, is we're not eating balanced meals when we eat meals. What would that look like? Well, what a balanced meal looks like is you have to have protein, carbohydrates, you have to have lipids, which are fat and oils, vitamins, minerals, and water with each of those meals. Well, isn't this the old food charts that were in grammar school? It's pretty, really simple. You know, the thing is about what we've known about food in all of these years, it's pretty much the same. It comes down to the basic fundamentals. When I was studying nutrition, I learned that everything that happens in the human body comes down to a mineral or vitamin deficiency. So, Val, it's interesting. If someone has gray hair... It's actually a vitamin B. Difference. Okay, I do have gray hair. I know. <laughs> so, so I would like my hair to be brown again. What would I do? Well, one of the things is you would want to look at foods that are rich in vitamin B, and maybe that's where you want to come in with a vitamin B supplement. And we really live in a world today, and um, you've talked to Sherry Ross, we live in a world today that we really do need to supplement what we're doing today because we're just not getting it. And on top of that, when we really do get it in our foods, we're living in such a fast-paced world that we have so much stress that we're not utilizing the food that we're eating. Well, what you're saying, I went to the doctors to get um, get some blood tests run just to find out what was going on. I like to do that periodically to get my levels checked. Uh-huh. And she said, hmm, she says your, your bees are in normal range, but they're at the bottom of them, and I want them at the top. How interesting. And I'm just, you know, at the time I was wondering if that would have any affect my hair color at all because my hair was white, okay, from the Val? Val? Yes. JJ, I have to interrupt for a second. I'm sorry. Yes, JJ. When when those doctors run blood tests on your B vitamins, by the time you have a real overt B vitamin deficiency, you've been deficient for quite a long time, just so you know. You can be vitamin D deficient without it showing up in the blood. 
very interesting. So, by the way, Marcella, I'd like to introduce you to J.J. Virgin. Hi, J.J. Thank you. Hi there. I'm right on the same page with... I knew you were going to say it. I just had to jump in there because I was going, oh, Val, you didn't take your comprehensive metabolic profile yet. Now I'm going to bust you. <laughs> Actually, I, I gave the names of it to the doctor, and she was supposed to tell me what I was supposed to do after the test, and I haven't heard yet. But I am busted. Okay. On national, international radio. Thank you so much, JJ. Yeah, I you really appreciate it. Pleasure. <laughs> Anyways, it, you know, you're just a perfect example of the fact that we're in trouble. And on some level, our bodies are crying out. The amazing thing is, Val, we can feed and nourish our bodies on so many different levels that people don't even realize. We can feed and nourish our body through color. When you wear particular colors, you actually can feed your body on a whole other level of minerals and vitamins. Now, have you ever talked to Jennifer Butler? No. Do you know her name? Well, I'm going to introduce you to Jennifer Butler because she dresses people in their colors, and she has 5,000 different distinctions. And the people that Jennifer dresses are very healthy, very vital people. And I bet that's what you're talking about. I am, and in my book I do a whole chapter on colors and how colors affect us in our life. And I will take it even another step further is to the fact that if you are obsessed with a particular color or you don't have a particular color in your wardrobe, you have a trauma. And we can take it right back to how that trauma will then show up physically in the body with what you're lacking with vitamins and minerals. Could you paint that out as a picture for somebody like they're missing what color and what's the trauma and how would that paint out in their lives? Okay, well, let's do a real common one today okay. that I actually see everywhere in the United States today. And I see a lot of our youth and a lot of our culture today is wearing the color black. Okay. Okay. And um, the fascinating thing about the color black is um, black is actually a father trauma. Really? Or a father figure or patriotic trauma. And I would, I would just throw this question out. Do you think that as a culture in the United States we have a father trauma? Uh-huh. So, um, Look at all the funerals. Where you're always dressed in black to go to a funeral, and now they're having these celebrations of people's lives, and they ask you to wear color. I know. So that's, I think that's where it's showing up. I think the, the country is trying to remove itself from that trauma. Well, and the amazing thing is, is you would never dress a baby in black. Oh, that's an interesting thought. You know, life is color. So it's just fascinating to see what we do with colors. And in the um, footnotes of the book, I actually take people through all of the colors, and we actually take you through the periodic table with with colors and, and what they do for you. And one of the things I tell people, one of the greatest things that you could do to align the timing of your life, and it's so simple, is dress in colors and have those colors align to the chakra centers. Okay, I have an email here from Jeff, okay? Okay. And Jeff wants to know, and he says he knows about pinks and things like that. He knows about what? About pinks. He's about to ask, he's asking a question here. He wants to know if besides pinks, there's other colors to bring more love into his life. Okay, but are we talking about pink? The, red, the color pink, P-I-N-C-K. Okay, P-I-N-K. so if someone's wearing a lot of pink or they're obsessed with the color pink or they have no pink in their wardrobe at all, that is a trauma with betrayal in friendship and or love. Huh. So and let's say Jeff wants to know what colors he should wear to have more of, love in his life. So one of the things that I, I would look at 
is actually aligning the colors. And this is the thing. You don't have to wear your whole wardrobe has to be like pink. But Sunday or Monday would be a day to wear pink. And you just align it to the colors of the rainbow and wear it throughout the week. So Sunday being white, Monday being red. So you know that white and red make up pink. It's going to be somewhere within wearing that color on Sunday or Monday. Oh, and if you have a lot of betrayal in your life on that, on those issues, wearing that color on a Sunday and Monday is actually going to help you literally get through the trauma easier. Oh, that's amazing. Um, we've Marcella, we've actually got a wonderful team of editors here, and I'd like to hear what questions they have to ask you. Uh, Debbie, what's come up for you so far? Wow, there's so many interesting directions, but I'm wondering about... Someone that's already got a lot of major health traumas, mm-hmm. um, what's a good thing to do, or maybe even dressing up their hospital rooms or anything? What kind of ideas do you have around color and hospitals and how to um, bring them out, you know, give them more life? Well, actually, one of the things that's, that's going to be the greatest thing that we can do is surround them with a lot of color and because that will feed them on a whole other level. And, again, a lot of color brings joy into life. You know, it's, it's amazing with the colors of most hospitals. Uh, but a lot of your hospitals um, actually have a light mint green. Well, green is one of the most healing colors that there is. But it's not a confrontational color either. Um, if, have you noticed that all fast food restaurants are really bright, bright colors? Yeah. Red, orange, yellow. They're colors, but the thing is you don't want to hang around too long, and it's done on purpose. Whereas you go to a nice, nice restaurant, and you're going to have much darker um, an environment that just would have you linger around. Even like your, your coffee houses today, they're, they're dark, soothing colors because you want to come in and you want to linger. You want to have a conversation. But your really bright, bright colors, they, it's, it's movement. It's moving. JJ, did you have a question you wanted to ask Marcella? Yes, let's take then the colors and then bring it back to food. So what would you have to say there on the relationship between colors and the colors of food that you eat? Well, one of the greatest things, and that's a fabulous question, is the more color that you can eat in your food, the more balanced nutrition that you're going to get. I mean, I actually recommend that people eat as much color as they can with their food. We tend to get stuck in ruts with our food. And what happens is people eat the same thing over and over and over every day of their life, and they get up every day and they expect something different. Now, the last time I looked up that definition, it was a definition of insanity. <laughs> and the same thing over and over again, expecting something different. But we really do this with foods. I go in and I look at what people eat just in their making of their meals, and they make the same meals continuously. They rotate them. And then they go to restaurants, and guess what they do at restaurants? They go to the same restaurants and they order the same food. So over a period of time, we actually have mineral and vitamin deficiencies in the body. Yeah, I can see how that would happen. Um, let Gail, what kind of a question would you like to ask Marcella here? Marcella, what's the name of your book? My book is called Yes, No, Maybe, Chronobotic Nutrition. And why it's called Yes, No, Maybe is because for me that seems to be the answer to all questions in life. And the book is not a diet in any way. you really got to get that. I wouldn't start anything with the word die. And all diets <laughs> deprivation. I mean, they're always telling us what we can't do. My book is just a book on timing. 
And so if you're going to have chocolate, I'm going to tell you when to have chocolate, that your body can utilize it on a cellular level, it can assimilate it, and it can eliminate it. Okay. This is a very important question. When can we have chocolate? Chocolate grows on a tree. It's, it's actually a morning food. And you know what's, what's fascinating, Val, is when people eat food in time, they stop the addiction to the food. <laughs> so if you're one of these people that could eat chocolate at any point of the day, and if a bag of chocolate's open, and my gosh, you know, we shouldn't have opened it because when it's opened, it's like free, free game, right? If you start eating chocolate in time in the morning, you'll find you could be around chocolate all throughout the day and not eat chocolate. Well, I was brought up with health food and raw food and wheat germ and all kinds of things and neutralite and things of that nature and I began to think that anything was that was that I considered good was forbidden. <laughs> okay? So if I go, for instance, I was at the bowl two nights, and the second night, my my friends were drinking wine and eating cheese and things of that nature, and I just kind of like hopped in there and did it with them, and I felt like this um, this the space where I could be bad. I mean, I held it as being bad. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Is there a way to to give ourselves something like JJ gave us a glass of wine a few weeks ago, uh-huh. uh, so that we can. Is there a percentage of which we, if we follow the, the the correct regime or ideas, that's great? And then is there a way to deviate or to include it all so that there is time for a glass of wine or a piece of cheese or a taste of cheesecake or whatever? How does that work? That's what the whole book's about. As a matter of fact, a glass of wine can be beneficial to your health with the antioxidants today. Now, you know, I could get into a real discussion with this. There's other ways that we can get antioxidants. That could be just as powerful for us compared to the alcohol. Sure, I mean, alcohol does for the body. It's possible to be perfect almost. I mean, you can follow that. But, but I will tell you, around 5 to 6 o'clock in the evening is the ideal time to have a glass of wine, actually right before dinner. Yeah. Ideally, we don't want to drink any liquids with our meals because we actually dilute the enzymes that we need to digest the meals. Oh, so that's perfect. So, uh, you know, a glass of wine sometime... In the uh, early evening to, to uh, late afternoon to early evening is ideal time for a glass of wine. Well, we better hurry up and get Lisa, <laughs> Lisa in here and Cherie for their questions. I'm enjoying this too much. But I will tell you, the more variety we have in our life with colors, the more variety we have in our life with food, the actually healthier we will be. And eating in time gives you your optimum weight. It regulates your body systems. You'll actually have more energy. You become aware of more synchronicity in your life, which aligns us to our spiritual being, and you'll actually become more youthful looking. Even your skin will look younger, just in taking everything that you're doing and just aligning the timing. Well, for those of who of you who have seen the e-card, you're going to see on that e-card a bright, vibrant, and beautiful woman. We invite you to join us at our website at wakingupinamerica.com. You can actually see Marcella on the website. You can see the radio team there, and we invite you to sign in as a new subscriber. When you do that, we'll actually send you e-cards. We're also working on all kinds of ways of giving you presents and things of that nature. So we gave out some oil last week, and we're going to be giving, it was lemon oil. This month, we're going to be giving out gratitude oil. So go to wakingupinamerica.com and just sign in as a new subscriber, or if you're if you've signed in before, just sign in and say, send us a comment about what you want on the show or what's happening. I'm imagining your 
book can be bought through Amazon and a number of other places. And so is that true, Marcella? It can be, although the easiest place to get it is my website. Um, but my website's my name, MarcellaVonHarding.com, and we actually have a website called YesNoMaybe.com. Well, maybe the Yes No Maybe is easier than spelling your name, which has right. two ends in the Vaughn. Yes. Right. So YesNoMaybe.net, you can get the book. Yes. And they, you can get it at any bookstore and order it. The thing that they just do is turn around and order it from me. Oh, that's that's great. <laughs> that's absolutely great. Listen, I want to slip in a couple more questions here. Um, Marcella's actually going to be staying with us on the show, guys, so you'll have a chance to include or, or refer to her. And uh, right now I just wanted to find out if Lisa or Cherie had anything that they wanted to say before we go on. Well, I, I'm at home. I'm actually standing in my closet looking at all of this black, and I actually have one pink blouse, and I was just, <laughs> I'm sitting here going, okay, I actually look good in black, and we were at, br- you know, all at brunch on Sunday, the, our team girls here, and, and, <clears throat> and I I'm, look like an autumn to everybody, so... I'm just looking at, you know, am I not attracted to pink? Because I've had a lot of um, betrayal of my life. So, you know, is it, is it the fact that I don't wear a lot of pink because I'm an autumn, or is it because I'm not attracted to it because of some betrayal and I'll be more attracted when I heal it, or what's the scoop on that? You're going to look better on me then? <laughs> you yeah, know, that's a, that's a really good question, and I actually choose to know the answer on that. Oh, right. What I do know is it will be fascinating to see what happens if you put a little bit more pink into your wardrobe. Okay. So is this a test? It's a test. <laughs> okay. I do have a no, pink maybe. robe, though. I was looking at it. I thought, oh, I have a pink robe over there. Okay. Hey, that's good. You could do it that way, and I won't tell Jennifer Butler that you're wearing colors that aren't autumn. It's okay. okay. Well, this is the thing about colors. This is real important that you get this. You can wear colors underneath. Oh, you can yeah. wear the colors of the day, and that's all in the book. And but you don't have to wear them where people see them. So you can do a great thing with underwear. Oh, or, that's or that with fabulous jewelry. lingerie thing underneath. I can see her getting light, lit up right now, Marcella. <laughs> I can see her getting ready to go shopping. You can also do this with jewelry, okay? Ah, so just okay. to bring in that color and that frequency will literally shift your whole life in a very quick way. You'll become aware of more synchronicity. You'll be able to deal with traumas that come up in your life with grace and ease, and you'll feed yourself on a whole nother level of nutrition through the periodic table. Well, what's the power color, though? If black is always considered power color, what's a power color? Color. Well, actually, you can do the same with black that you can do with navy blue, and today's black is actually a dark brown right now. Your dark right. brown is really just your autumn and wonderful color as a real powerful color. And, you know, as women, we're powerful people. We can set our own style. Hey, we've got one more person we need to slip in here because uh, we need to we need to be on with this. And, okay. and you've got um, a minute and a half to ask a question, Cherie, and get the answer. Oh, that's easy. For those of you who don't know, Marcella Von Harding is a master face reader. So I'm going to open that up and have you uh, explain just a brief little bit about your master face reading and how it is of value to people. Oh, wow. Well, thank you, Sherry. Uh, One of the things um, about body language and face reading is just truly profound. The body always tells the truth. And there are over 200 traits on the face. We've actually got it down to 68 of those 200 traits. We have down to the personality of what they mean with somewhere between a 94 and a 98% accuracy. So everybody's born with a face. 
And what happens is coming into the world with a face, you have a personality, and that personality comes through from your mother and your father. So it is fascinating face reading, and I've been doing quite a bit of that all over the country lately, and it is so accurate. It is just such a phenomenal way to create rapport with people. We know it's very interesting because Malcolm Gladwell wrote the Uh book Blink. Yes. And what he says in Blink is that within 20 seconds of watching a couple interact, you can tell whether they'll have a marriage in 15 years or not. And I believe that's so true just with body language. Exactly. And the little subtle things. They originally, when they started out, they thought it was like 15 minutes they had to do. And by the time they got down to it, they found out that they could usually do it in under a minute. So I think that's pretty powerful. Well, you all just please stick around here because we want to keep you as long as we possibly can. Um, And please feel free to include Marcella in your segments in any way that you want to. Gail has a pressing need here, so we're we're putting Beauty in the Arts in right here. And, um, Gail, what is your topic on Beauty in the Arts today? Well, today my topic, Val, is uh, surrounding yourself with beauty. And I always like to start out with the Navajo night chant that says, Beauty before me I walk with, beauty behind me I walk with, beauty above me I walk with, beauty below me I walk with, and beauty all around me I walk with. And I want to just encourage us to adorn our minds with beauty and use and express with words of beauty and actually to create beauty in your mind. We can certainly do that because beauty is the umbrella of our life. And beauty in our thoughts and beauty in our environment and beauty in our words. And that is how you speak and how you think and how uh, we reflect beauty in our minds. And are we thinking of ideas that bring beauty and pleasure? And are we creating a garden of beauty in our minds? You know, long after we interact with someone, they may not remember our words, but they always will remember how we made them feel. So I want to say let's start creating good memories because beauty is a spiritual value also, and it's the result of of our belief systems, like Marcella was saying. And once you start to acquire a sense of beauty around you, you will develop an insatiable appetite for beauty, and you'll never be able to surround uh, your dreams or surrender your dreams to the tempting offers of any kind of lesser values. And remember, beauty is practical, and we need it to sustain our spirits. When we redesign and we restyle and we remodel and we redecorate our minds with beautiful thoughts, we can actually turn ourselves into very beautiful personalities. Our eyes reflect the difference, the the, uh, lines around our mouth uh, change, the shape of our lips and smiles become natural, we start looking younger. And beauty influences our thinking. A mind that's dull with boredom begins to blossom with very beautiful ideas and very uh, beautiful dreams. And I think beauty is something that uh, spiritually and physically uplifts us. So when we adorn our mind with beautiful ideas, your life really becomes fruitful. And we begin to be the source and creator of beauty around ourselves through our thoughts. So you can redesign, redecorate your mind so that you bloom where you're planted. And just remember that beauty is what keeps the human family human. 
So I just say put something beautiful where you can see it. That's a good start. So start surrounding yourself with beauty. And to Jeff who called in, Jeff, I want to say that for a man, you know, you can just start with a tie, and it could be wine or ruby color or red shade, um, and you could maybe uh, use it as a T-shirt underneath like uh, Marcella uh, suggested, but you don't have to have pink. You can have uh, some sh- other sh- shade of red perhaps for yourself that is sort of a romantic influence. Um, so I do say feed your bodies through color, put something beautiful around you, and surround yourself with beauty. Oh, that's wonderful. That's absolutely wonderful. And, and while you're talking, I'm thinking, remembering the show in which Cherie was putting a little essential oil on the guy's pants to to improve his um, his perspective on life. This is great, Gail. I really appreciate what you're up to here. Um, next online, we have Miss J.J. Virgin. And J.J. Virgin is going to tell us about living with the virgin rules. We don't know quite what that's about. We'll find out. Well, first I must tell you that I'm wearing a turquoise top, and it's got some yellow in it, so I'm trying to figure out if I'm on the right day or not. And I'm so caught up in trying to figure that out, I missed my exit on the freeway. (laughs) (laughs) And then I thought back, and it's sort of interesting, Belle, um, when I was, I'm still going through three years of a divorce, but when I was married, I had an entirely black and beige wardrobe that since then, I think, Marcella, you'd be very proud of my wardrobe that it because it's the entire rainbow in there so it is interesting how those things change isn't it mm-hmm. so the virgin rules Val here they are and I was thrilled to hear you saying what you were seeing, saying Marcella cause I'm going, that's a virgin rule and that's a virgin rule and what they are just things things a, a way to live your life healthy that over time I put together and one day Gene Simmons from Kiss is one of my clients he goes JJ make those the virgin rules and I said okay he loves loves my last name. Um, first one is eat within an hour of waking up. So that goes together with that whole idea of really following the circadian rhythm and following the light. Drink your water between your meals, not with your meals. Again, what you already spoke about is not deleting, diluting those stomach acids so, so that you have trouble digesting. Stop eating before you're full. That means that you have to eat more slowly because otherwise by the time you figured out you were full, Sorry, my son's in the background watching a DVD and laughing hysterically. So, But that laughter is going to help us deal with the stress and take it down, right? So stop eating before you're full. And one of the ways that you can make sure you're eating slowly enough to even know when that is is to put your fork down. That's one of the rules I always have with people is put down the fork in between bites. Eat some vegetables with each meal, and along those lines, also eat from the rainbow. That's why I asked the color question, because that's one of my favorite things to emphasize. So I love the whole uh, metaphor now of bringing color all throughout the life. Have green tea instead of coffee. Make that trade out. Fill up with fiber. Use fiber to help uh, detoxify the body, help keep you full so that you do not need to eat as much. Make an oil change. That means... Take it. Sorry, now someone's honking at me because I'm switching lanes. Um, make an oil change so that you're eating the healthy fats, avocados, raw nuts and seeds, cold water, fish, olive oil, instead of those damaged fats, trans fats, hydrogenated oils that are doing so much damage to us on so many different levels. Take the sugar out, and as you do this, one of the easiest ways to do this is eat from all the beautiful colors of fruit. So trade your sugars for fruit, and then follow that three-bite rule that we talked about before, Val, so that you can have your cheesecake and you can have some of these different things. Although there's a lot of these foods like chocolate that are healthy. 
stop eating three hours before bed. This does not mean now go to bed at, at three in the morning. This means go to bed at a normal time following the circadian rhythm and stop eating three hours before that. So when you're sleeping, you're healing and rebuilding and not digesting. We're not snakes. Avoid being a food phobic. We have now defined our food. And I'm thinking, gosh, someone, if we ever do have time to transport and we have someone coming from... Um, from uh, 100 years ago, and they're looking at these foods saying calorie-free and none of this and none of that. It's so crazy. We define our food by what's not in it, but food is where we heal. It's the core of the healing process here is to put the good, right nutrition in. So you want to define your food and find the food with what is great in it, not looking to avoid things. Um, follow the four- to six-hour rule, and that means that if you're eating a balanced meal, if you're eating balanced foods, carbs, proteins, and fats like Marcella talked about, you should be able to go four to six hours before you're hungry again and because you're going to have good hormone responses, so you'll have a balance between insulin and glucagon, and that should keep you feeling great, being able to use your stored body fat for fuel, keeping you from being hypoglycemic so you have good sustained energy. Don't eat fruit by itself. Again, eat balanced meals. I like to combine fruit if I am having a snack with a little bit of uh, raw nuts and seeds. Eat whole foods. That means watch out for bagel bushes, um, right, and muffin trees. And use supplements to make a good diet great. You can't supplement a bad diet and turn it into a great diet, but you can use supplements because you can't possibly get everything that you need from food. Well, that's so perfect. There they are, and all that's up. Um, I've got a handout on that, and we've got video clips on that, so I believe, again, that's up on the website, wakingupinamerica.com. Did you send that to Avi? Um, they've got the video clips. I've got a handout on that, so I will make sure that Yeah, make sure Avi gets the handout. And then um, Avi's really fast, so the handout will be on by next week for sure. So there you go. And, JJ, <laughs> I'm here in wonderment going, my God, she's doing this show while driving left-handed with a kid in the back seat through traffic. I hope you're going to be taking a rest at some point during today. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm on an L.A. freeway with a son watching a DVD in traffic on the wrong off-ramp. How did I do? Um, I think, <laughs> actually, your communication was absolutely oh my amazing. Gosh. And we've got to get on to other people now. Thank you so very much Thank for being you. with us. Cherie Ross, oh, my God, give the woman an oil. What should we give her? Uh, if there was one that says, uh, congratulations, well done. <laughs> how do you do all those things? It's amazing. <laughs> you rock. Well, how you do them all is JJ practices what she preaches. You know, she really does. She works very hard to have balance in her life, which includes proper diet, obviously a lot of fun exercise, and a work that she's passionate about. And also really taking care of her children. And relationships, yep. Those are important to her. Absolutely. So today, in support of what um, this the, the whole radio show is on today, and in support of Marcella Von Harding, we're going to continue to go on the topic of how can you eat very good, yummy-tasting things that feel like you're cheating, but rea- in reality you're giving your body some very healthy, life-restorative things. Thank so. you for the croissant, by the way. <laughs> Cherie gave us the croissants this weekend, and I felt life was possible. Well, actually, Lisa bought them, and then we had... No, you gave us the justification <laughs> that it was the least damaging thing we could do. Yeah, explain that eat them in had... the afternoon, ladies. <laughs> yeah, and it was. It was. It was. It was very good. There's actually a time for bread. Uh-huh, and it was in the afternoon. It was, yeah. it was, that's why I told them. I looked at the watch. I'm like, ooh, they're doing perfect. <laughs> they had a very yummy croissant, plain croissant with 
organic butter and with some blackberry, black raspberry, and it was not preserved, it was just black raspberries, in a juice, in black raspberry juice and a little grape juice. And it was in a preserve with no added sugar, no added nasties, in a jar, and they spread it all over there, and they were in absolute heaven. So they were um, in the perfect time and eating the perfect food, and if they were going to cheat, let's cheat that way because it was very good for them. So let's talk about a couple of other things that you can do that will help you to, um, to move along and manage your weight and maintain healthy weight for your body, whatever that is. First of all, we all know that cortisol, which stress will bring on, such as what JJ is going through or just most of our daily lives, and when we do not properly release stress from the body, we build up what's called cortisol. Well, there has been clinical trials proven that Idaho balsam fir essential oil will manage and bring back into balance healthy cortisol levels when you take one capsule at bedtime. Just fill up a double zero capsule, which is about 20 drops. Most people maybe need to start out with like five drops. If you've got a lot of stress and your body's a little bit more of a robust constitution, go right for the 20 drops in a capsule. Take it orally and uh, take it right at bedtime and your cortisol levels will be managed. And literally, if they're too high, they will drop overnight by 33%. And that's what clinical trials have proven. And everybody who knows cortisol is called the death hormone, but cortisol also is where you get that extra middle body fat. And it seems like no matter what you do or how you change your eating habits, you can't lose it. So that's Idaho balsam for essential oil taken internally. Now, another thing that prevents us from having healthy and managing our body weight properly is the toxins that are stored in fat. And that's environmental toxins, personal care product toxins, food preservative toxins. They store ourselves in body fat and makes it impossible to digest that fat even with a proper diet and even with a, a workout regimen. And so what do you do? Whether there's an essential oil that's a blend and it's orange, thyme, clove, and frankincense. The name of it is appropriately called longevity. And you can take that in capsules internally. And we, again, starting out slow, most people would recommend three drops a day until their body works up to it because we don't want to detox too fast. And when you do that, um, you will actually start to digest the toxins and it will pull it out of the fat and the fat in the body, including the two fatty organs, which are your liver and your brain. And you will start to notice your body functioning better, your mental clarity, your more energy, and so forth. So that's longevity oil. And last, I'm going to throw a very excellent recipe for you that will replace uh, coffee, will replace any desire for soda pop or um, any iced teas or anything that uh, those Powerade drinks, uh-uh, uh-uh, forget it. So I'm going to give you a recipe and I'm going to throw at you a little side, side uh, option for another uh, side, side option for that recipe. So here we go. Organic lemons, anywhere from three to six. One half a gallon of spring water about 10 drops, 8 to 10 drops of lemon essential oil. Make sure it's lemon essential oil, not lemon flavor. You want to take it internally, so it's a very high-quality, therapeutic-grade lemon essential oil, and agave to taste, and ice if you so choose to make it like a slushy. And what you do is you put all this in a blender, okay? And you peel the lemons, and you squeeze them, you peel them, you get the seeds out if you like, throw them in. You add your 8 to 10 drops of essential oil, you of lemon essential oil, your half gallon of spring water, and then you mix all that up, and then you add in your agave, which is a natural sweetener from cactus, which has a glycemic index of 8. So it's very safe for people with blood sugar issues, will not cause the spike, as JJ talks about managing proper blood sugar levels throughout the day, as well as Marcella von Harding does. So, And then you add ice, and you're ready to go. 
Now, if you'd like to give that a little bit more energy, first of all, what does this do? This increases your immune system. If, you're, if you have an autoimmune disorder, it will actually bring it back into balance. It also is very good for proper digestion, very good for helping to support liver, and it gives you lots of energy, and it, and it assists your body in digesting unwanted body fat. And if you would like to add in about an ounce or two or maybe even four or six, if you'd like to add a little bit more zip and a little bit more zing and have the best health drink you can have, throw in a little bit of something called Ninja Red, which is a Ninja Wolfberry, and it is a wonderful beverage from Ninja China. And you can throw that in and you're ready to go. So if you'd like to learn more about these wonderful essential oils, give us a call at toll-free 866-RADIO-99 or heaveninincorporatedallspelled.com. And there you go, Dr. Val. And there you go, and thank you. And when you see heaveninincorporated.com and you went to wakingupinamerica.com and you go, hmm, that's my own private little joke because I like to... I like to acknowledge on some some level that we're working for God. And that's what this is all about for me. Whatever God is for you, whether it's beauty, whether it's the look in your child's eye when something is very special for them, or when you see people doing something special, when you know that special presence in there. So Waking Up in America is actually um, one of our representations of um, doing God's work. Um and if you want to go to a little bit of heaven, go to Roberto's Bungalows in Nayarit, San Pancho, Mexico, which is near Puerto Vallarta. Roberto's Bungalows became sponsors of our show because I went down there with Nicole and I fell in love with this location and these people. And Steve and Diana Cooper, will, they're just the best guests in the world and there's these little apartments that you can stay in with a bed and a cooking area outside. And there's a little pool, and it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. I call it God's Pocket. When the last hurricane went through Mexico, um, San Pancho just kind of sat there and watched it go by while it was wreaking destruction in other places because San Pancho really is God's Pocket. So check out robertosbungalows.com, and um, I think you'll be very happy that you did. Right now we have another guy that's on the show. And his name name is Will Roberts, and he actually he lives his life as a tribute to Will Rogers. And for those of you who vaguely remember Will Rogers or don't know, he was actually a cowboy who twirled a rope and made commentaries that were very politically astute for the time, but not alienating one party from another. And I love what Will does, and you can actually check him out at willrogers.tv or .com. Either one of them will work and find out when his tour is because he's on the Goodwill Tour. He travels all over the place and he sent in his minute for us today. He has a one-minute segment here. So let's put Mr. Will Roberts Rogers on now. You there, Pete? Pete, Pete, Pete. Okay, so maybe we won't. <laughs> Let me see here. Oh, right. Who's ne- who do we have next online here? We have Lisa. Lisa Molson of Family Matters. And uh, one of the things Lisa and I were talking about this morning was the fact that Gates and Rockefeller had joined together and Warren Buffett had already come together and they're putting together their big bucks to actually create a different Africa. And 
Lisa and I started talking about what families could do. So what you got for us, Lisa? Well, as a result of our turning families green and being green and all that good stuff, and we talked about, yes, Mr. Rockefeller Foundation and Warren Buffett and the, and the, the Gates Foundation, while we may not have the kind of money that these people do, um, we certainly can do something um, which starts in our home in the, in the area of charity and contribution. You know, um, and making these contributions, there's also ways that we can make a difference in our own sphere of influence, and that's through family and our local communities. You can look right under your own roof to start with and look at, you know, look at charity from that standpoint. And just in my own little small nucleus, I, you know, my aunt just had a heart attack, so I took her into my home and I'm taking care of her, and my daughter's didn't have her daycare set up, so, you know, taking care of my grandson for a period of time and volunteering for the volleyball to be a coach for my daughter's volleyball team. Just little things like that just to start getting and getting involved, but there's other things that you can do in your own local communities, even with my own tribal government. There's, you know, there's needs just in our own backyards. You know, when we have people, I mean, I agree it's important to, to help people the world over, but when we've got people in our own backyards that are suffering and in, in our of need, that's where we have to start. And <clears throat> there's also great benefits that come with it. And I was actually looked up the one of the a great um, uh, Bible uh, reference. It's under Peter 4, 8, and it says, Above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover cover the multitude of sins. So there's not only a, uh, and, and I've also been taught that that the person who actually goes out and does charity is the person who 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 benefits the most. You may be doing all these charitable acts, but I think that at the end of the day, the feelings that you get of peace and and self fulfillment are far greater than those who receive the charity at the end of the day. And so there's, like I said, looking at um, things that you can do with elders in the community, um, things that you can do with, you know, youth, um, and many other things. I've been getting involved in, in talking to even our community leaders about, you know, what, what they can do to turn the community green and talking to a school principal and, and um, talking to other Native American communities and how we can create, you know, green families within their programs and teaching people how to become more self-sufficient and being more responsible in the area of green. So there's so many different things that you can do. I just ask you what area of contribution can you make and how can you be a difference in your own family? And like I said, it starts at home. And being responsible is, is it's taught and it's imperative to it's imperative to teach your children skills to, to be able to do do things so that they have the ability so they are able to be um, response able. And that's essentially what I like with the word. You start breaking it down. You look at you're able to respond to a, to a need. People don't get in and pull up their sleeves because they don't know what to do. When you teach your kids how to do things and get active in their communities now, when, it, when, the, when the time is called, they will know what to do. Um this is Lisa Molson uh, with Family Matters, and I and my little mantra here is the greatest work you'll ever you'll ever do in your life is between the walls of your own home. If you have any questions or would like to make any comments, you can contact us through eight six six radio ninety nine or through wakingupinamerica.com. dot com. Yeah, they've all got emails. And Lisa, you have another comment that you end on, and sometimes, and it has to do with strong families. Well, 
you strengthen your family, you strengthen the world. That one. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Lisa Molson. And um, actually, <laughs> we're having a little bit of trouble with the audio here. That's what I discovered. So I am going to play the Will Rogers segment for you. And before I do, I just want to give you a little quick rundown on the guy. Robert has enjoyed many successes in his career. Right now, the state of California is actually going to ask him to do Will Rogers' voice and conversation. Um, He's been a television host for Fox and CBS. He's gained praise from many of his theatrical and television appearances. And you can find out a lot of this at the Goodwill Tour. So check it out. He's an absolute delight to be around. I am so pleased that I went over to the party at Will Rogers State Park and met this guy. I'm going to crank up this sound as loud as I can possibly get it cranked, and I hope you get to hear him. And here we go. All I know is a little out here on the Internet. Nowadays, you can download anything. On my flight to San Francisco, I'll listen to Meet the Press. Now, this week's guest, Vice President Nick Cheney. At one point, though, I had to adjust the dial because it sounded like ABC's Dancing with the Stars. The host would lead the questions, and Mr. Cheney would not follow. It went from tango to tango. It amazes me that politicians can answer a question and leave me wondering what the question was to begin with. Now, it seems like our boys in Washington have two left feet these days. Most of what I hear lately is what we call in show business a little song and dance. Oh, both parties are guilty, though. They're both using nine. 11 as they step on each other's feet to reach the midterm elections. Now, some folks think that the president makes politics with his 9-11 speech. And all I want to say is good luck leaving it out, considering politics is what got us into this mess. Not sure who will lead this country in the next four years of this dance. Each party is wishing each other good luck, Bill. Or, as we say in show business, break a leg, and they mean it. Go to my site, LilRogersUSA.com. And there you go. And, hey, Doctor for Money, you're just going to have to whirl your little doctor for money because we've got like four minutes left. Well, I'll be as fast as I can. This is Debbie cool. Ringtop, your doctor for money. I'm going to do a little segment on identity theft. Um, so today's prescription for taking control of your finances is to minimize your risk of being a victim of identity theft. And we know that we really can't um, control it entirely, but we can minimize how um, susceptible we might be one thing I want to let you know, December, as of December 5th of this year, companies are not allowed to print your credit card or debit card expiration date or more than five, the last five digits of your credit card numbers on any electronic receipts. So, but anybody that um, still uses the handwritten stuff, it's going to be still on there. So those are one of the things that's coming up. Just make sure you get your annual credit reports. Um, the other part of things that people probably don't even think about besides changing passwords regularly, putting passwords on, don't use typical um, you know, phone numbers and birth dates and things like that. Think about if people are coming into your home, make sure you keep your personal information secure, things of that sort. Excuse me. Hey, Ruben, you guys, we have three more minutes of airtime, and I'd like to use it. I, Debbie, I'm sorry. That's okay. I guess we're not going to get our time in today. I know we're not. I'm not getting mine either. Um, we you want to wrap it up really quick? Just in case um, we're still on the air, yeah. Yes. Um, just be sure that you make sure that your credit card information is kept safe. Don't take everything on, out in the on the road with you unless you absolutely need it. Don't share your information too soon. And remember to pay yourself first. This is Debbie Ringchop, your doctor for money, and... Have a great day. Um, contact us at, at um, Waking Up in America. Don't forget to sign up there. 
Hey, this is Dr. Val Kirkgaard. Um, <laughs> we're going to all have a little chat. Um, this program has been produced by Editors On Air, our radio partners, ConeyCompany.com, Dr. James Murphy and Memoriam, our executive producer, Nathan Jett, and thanks to today's guest, Marcella Von Harding, our chief technical officer, Pete Laubach, and to the team at Voice America and to Bent Meigen for Almost Ordinary People. And we had a great time at the Willie Nelson concert, and I'll tell you about it next week. Today we're with Hadani Ditmars, an international journalist. This is for you. This Thank you for joining for us today for Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. Waking Up in America can be heard live every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time on voiceamerica.com, and Valerie welcomes all emails at heavenincorporated.com. Your sister or your brother. And you're not crazy anymore. You've been waiting at the door. And it's time to open. This is for you. This is for all in you. Pouring through. Now your heart is open. This is for all. All of your crazy schemes. Love and dreams. And the time you spoke them. Most ordinary people with extraordinary plans. Streaming the world over, VoiceAmerica.com. The Woman MVP Who Set You Free, with host, entrepreneur, author, motivational speaker, corporate executive, philanthropist, wife, and mother, Luann Mitchell-Halter, is an exciting and provocative look at the real world with real exciting guests and real stories of triumph and professionalism with a dash of spice, sharing recipes for a better world on all the playing fields of life. Join Luann Mitchell-Halter as she and her guests uncover and expose us to our abilities to create our very own Big League MVP, My Victory Plan, Potential for Greatness. The Woman MVP Who Set You Free with Luann Mitchell-Halter broadcasts each Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. The Woman MVP Who Set You Free. It's time to get off the bleachers, play the game of life, and be the MVP. At least 90% of sports success requires...